As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As Biggie Smalls once said, Mo Wagner, Mo Problems. It's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm your host, Don Denham. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. With me as always, my fellow Mavs fan for life, my bro host, uh, myself, my health and safety protocol, Ruben Tomas. How are you, sir? I hate that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that Mo, I'm not happy we used the Mo Wagner intro today. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, uh, it, it, thank you so much for uh, for holding the fort down. You and Squish have been uh, killing it on the pod. I've been out. I've been doing a lot of music stuff. Uh, I have been, uh, I've been Mavs adjacent rather than being really uh, involved in the in the season this season. So it's it's good to be back on the pod. I, I'm, I, I feel weird calling myself a host. I feel like I'm more like a maybe like a rotation host. You know, no, like a, no. I think at oh. this point, I think we're all kind of rotation hosts because, yeah, you know, I've, you know, life. some days Squish is on, some days you're on, some days I'm not on. So it's just you know, it just depends on who's available, which is nice because we have we kind of have a big roster of guys who are down to record whenever we need to. So it's, a, it's you nice. know, much like the Mavericks, we have guys that are going to have good nights and bad nights. That you know. You know, you're really you're kind of you're our Luca for the most part. It's like, yeah, we know you're going to probably be involved, and you know, you might be out with you know some you know some health issues every once in a while. But ultimately, we can rely on you. I feel like I'm more. I guess, I guess that would make Squish KP. Yeah. Let's see. Who would you be? I don't know. Like, I like to think of myself as Dodo, but I'm probably Tim Hardaway. You know. No, like, <laughs> not Tim Hardaway. Come on, man. I guess no. I am a bit more consistent. Uh, yeah, I'll, 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 like, I'll think of myself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a little uh, less hard on myself. I'll say I'm, I'm more of a dodo uh, maxi hybrid. There um, we go. Uh, speaking of which, it's been good seeing him back on the court. I'm happy to see a block from the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> yeah, you know, like- yeah. It's uh, it's good stuff. It's good to see the Würzburg Vol uh, back in action. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, so this last week of games, we uh, we went and a four. When a, since last recording, since we recorded before Sunday's game, me and me and Swish did. Um, mm-hmm. We played the Bulls. I remember that we talked about it on the last podcast. Mm-hmm. That you know we we're thinking, oh, it's gonna be really close. <laughs> like, um, yeah, we played the Bulls. We thought it was gonna be really close. It wasn't. Um, mm-hmm. We fucking killed them. Yep. Uh, and I think they're, I think they're at full strength of stuff. I think they're missing Caruso still, um, which made me sad because I love Caruso because he's a A and M, he's a college dude, college A and M guy, college station guy. Sure. Um, he looks again, like it. Yeah, yeah. He definitely, dude. I'm telling you, my fiance, uh, my wife, she'll be like, like I'll be like, oh look, there's you know, there's uh, the first time like I talked about him, she was like, oh my god, he looks like an Aggie. Like he looks like he's like in the agriculture like department at that college yeah caruso yeah. wouldn't wouldn't be out of place like wearing like camo shorts in like a a, a a&m polo yeah, you know yeah or like Some uh fairies yeah it's yeah. Just like, yeah he just looks he just looks like one of those guys it, it's definitely <laughs> like all right look at the nba rosters 
pick out the Aggie, Caruso's like like first one to go. Yeah, like, that's no easy, question. Easy, dude. <laughs> but yeah, looking at this game, like we got Zach Levine shooting 30, 33% from the field, which is great. Mm. Seven of twenty-one. Nikola Vucevic, uh, six mm. for seventeen. That's incredible. You know, Demar Derozan. I think Demar Derozan is just—he's gonna kill anybody, no matter what. Like he's just—he's here. Just reminds me, like, not so much of a talent level, but just like the shit that he's doing. Like reminds me a little bit of like Michael Jordan. Okay. Like he's almost like a very poor man's Michael Jordan. Okay. Um, he went nine for sixteen, you know, from the field, and I was like, okay, cool. Um, Lonzo Ball, say, three, for, three for seven. Like, I mean, like he is the most veteran scorer on that team, and yeah. I would say he's got the most like offensive weapons. Maybe not the most physical tool, but I mean, because I mean, he hasn't like lost a step. There hasn't been a moment where I watched DeRozan. I'm like, oh, he just doesn't have that same Toronto Raptor pep. No, he's he's just as athletic as he has been. Uh, same with the Spurs, and I feel like, I feel like DeRozan going to the Spurs was like him going to training camp because like he made a lot of dumb. Like I, I never thought of him as that good of a player on Toronto. Like I always felt like he kind of underperformed, and I think like he went to you know, he went to Popovich camp and like really honed in a lot of his his uh, his scoring skills. He makes just wiser decisions, yeah. I think. Um, so I feel like he he, he does a lot more or he has a lot more to offer now. So uh, yeah, when I see DeRozan having a good game, it's like, well, yeah, of course he did. <laughs> I mean, like looking like, no, see the, the Mavs that night, you know, um, Brunson just keeps doing his thing. Uh, uh-huh. We, I think we got to pay that dude in the off season. Uh, I just think we just have to, if we're not going to train him um, before I trade to this year, um, Josh green yeah. had a fucking game eight for 10 from the field. Um, again, the Josh Renaissance has been so nice. It's uh, been nice to see him get actual playing time and make it look like he's not just a waste of a draft pick. Yeah. And he's actually like contributing, which is like, yes. this is exactly, exactly what we need. Um, I think this is one of Lucas first games back. I don't remember, but, uh, I think so. oh, no, 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 but, uh, a for 23. I mean, it's, you know, he's going to get up the shots no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, a for 23 is a little concerning, but I mean, we won the game anyway. We won mm-hmm. the game. I, what do we win by? We won by a, what like fourteen? Kept them like under ninety nine points. Like kept them under hundred points. Like, yeah, I can't complain really about this game. Um, I mean, I mean, I look at it this way: like in the last, there's a lot of teams we've kept under a hundred points that I don't think is an easy task. You yeah, know, no. we, we kept the uh, the Nuggets eighty nine, Warriors eighty two. Like, uh, yeah, like it's like, crazy. Yeah, Memphis eighty five when they've been just on. Fire recently, magic. Magic. I mean, I I don't expect the magic to score ninety two, <laughs> but um, magic scored the most. Yeah, magic like, scored out of, out of everyone. I just uh, yeah, like, that's we, so hilarious. Keeping like, those people under a hundred points, but like to be honest, I feel like the hundred point mark is really not like if I see a you know a game that's in the you know early hundreds, I'm like oh that that feels more like like in the in the early 2000s, whenever I would see a game that was in the 80s, you know what I mean? Like the final scores yeah. in the 80s, I would be like, oh, what a punch-out, drag-out game. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, <laughs> now yeah, it's like, it's, if it's in the hundreds, that's kind of how I've adjusted that mindset. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so if we move on to the uh, to the Knicks game, uh, we'll mm-hmm. talk about this very briefly. Uh, <laughs> that game sucked ass. Yes. <laughs> I did um, not watch that game, and it sounded like I didn't miss anything. Yeah, uh, me and Squish were just like, "What the fuck is going on?" I think I think he called me in halftime. Actually, I was like, "Dude, this fucking sucks." And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah." It was not a fun game for anybody. I mean, I don't know, man. Something about 
Something about uh, these Dallas games uh, just make Julius Randle go fucking crazy. <laughs> like he could have, be, he could I, be ter- he could be terrible for like a month, and then some, he just has that game circled and just decides his game. Yeah, that's his get right game. Anytime he sees the Mavericks come up on the roster or come up on the schedule, I mean, he really didn't. You know, it really wasn't. He really didn't get too right. I mean, like. 70 points is fine on six for 17 is terrible. But I mean, like, like RJ Barrett, for whatever reason, like went off for 13 for 22 from the field um, for <laughs> yeah, 32 yeah. points. And it's like, fuck, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, like, RJ Barrett looks like a top five pick. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. You know, Mitchell Robinson looks great. I don't know. Like, again, putting Dwight on him is a, uh, it's a choice that I just, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. So, you know, that is what it is. I don't. Uh, I don't know why like he keeps coming up in trade conversations. I'm like, sounds like the Knicks could use him. Like I I, I mean you know like I, I saw something very interesting about uh Dwight going to uh to LA to the Lakers, Dw- and I was like, I don't know if we could be able to like fandangle that, but that'd wait, be interesting. <laughs> wait, so us trading uh trading Powell to the yeah. to the Lakers? Yes. I what does that do for the Lakers, and who do we want on the Lakers? I mean, obviously we no want one. Rondo. No, um, wait, Rondo not even. Again? No, he's, no not. he's not. That's how that's not. how little I know about this current Lakers team. I just know they've been just you know dog shit the past month. Like they've just yeah. not been living up to expectations at all. Like, yeah, since, and like, it's like, since like the game against us. Like, <laughs> but it's like like, and it sounds to me like they they don't have like any consistent offensive production uh, from what they're doing and. Uh, or they or last diagnosis I've heard of the Lakers, which I mean, this is this this is my my pro analysis on this podcast is I think I heard someone talk about this um, <laughs> rather than like seeing the games with my eyes and making an opinion for myself. This kind of feels like I'm uh, watching a movie review and then just basing my opinion on the movie off of the review. Yeah. Anyways, I'm um, uh, tangents aside. Uh, it sounds to me like there's just no defensive role players on the Lakers. Um, and that's, that's kind of what allowed them to do what they did. Cause you could just have the top heavy, you know, LeBron gets his points, AD gets his points and then everyone else just, you know, you're just not scoring on the other guys, you know what I mean? And then it allows everyone else to kind of focus on that respect. Um, and it just sounds like there's just not that available considering like, you know, Caruso left. Rondo, say what you will about him. He's like, if when Rondo tries, he's a good defensive player. He's he's a good player when he tries. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So so now now that they're just relying heavy minutes on like, uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, you know, like who, who they wanted to keep over Alex Caruso. No, I was like, oh, sure. Like yeah. I was like, oh, that's probably not the move. But okay, guys. <laughs> well, and, and tell you what, man. After watching the Wizards, which is like half of this, this the rotation of the Lakers last year. You know, Harrell, who's you know maybe not the best defensive player, but he's at least tough. He he will he will foul a dude, and he you know he's a he's a great like amazing bench scorer. Like that dude, like he's great inside scorer. I I love Harrell. I I will always love Montrez. Uh, but it's like seeing uh Harrell. Uh, Kuzma, like now that he's no longer in a Lakers uniform, I'm like, I kind of like him. Like he's, he's a pretty good, yeah. like, like I love three, four stretch. Like he's, I, I buy, I buy his shoes. I love him. <laughs> like wait, not on purpose. What are his shoes? He has a, so he's sponsored by Puma and has a pair of, uh, they're like the all Clyde, all Clyde pros, but they're like designed in his like certain way. So it's like, 
There's like a cool like like retro vintage looking like puma Dark on the uh, pumas. Right. Yeah, look at that. Look at that, and like look at the mids. They're not really all mids, bro. They're like high tops, but they I don't know. But all right, off Clyde Puma Clydes Pro Kuzma mids. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah. I like, can, they look I can, cool. I can get. I, like, I can not? get on these. Like I was like, why not? They're on sale. So I was like, they, why the fuck not? They they <laughs> look they look reminiscent of like kind of almost like the old Converse. Yeah, that's why I like. I think that's why I like. Yeah, them. Like, like old school. So, um, but anyway, going back to the Mavs. Uh, next game we played the Grizzlies. Um, a right. game no one, none of us thought that. I don't think a lot of people thought that we were going to win just because. Right. It's fucking. You know the way that they the way that the Grizzlies play are just so fast paced, mm-hmm. and when they get hot, they get fucking hot. Um, oh. I actually missed the first half of this game because I was uh on a date with my wife. Mm-hmm. Um. So and it's funny because I was like, I was La-dee-da. well, like we were we were at the restaurant and I was like, uh, can I check the score real quick? <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so she was just looking at me. She was like, okay, go ahead. Fine. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I was like, I promise I won't tweet. I won't do it. I just want to check what the score is. We were down by I think like fourteen by the time when I was checking, and I was like. This is bad. I was like, we can we can stay here as long as we need to. <laughs> like, there you I go. don't know. I don't know if this is gonna go good. And then on the way back, like it was halftime, and she was like, "We're like one point behind." And I was like, "Oh shit, okay, <laughs> let me get home." Um, mm. Great game. Uh, you know, looking at the stats, like you know, looking at stats, she of course, you know, um, Luca twelve of twenty two, Jalen Brunson seven of thirteen, Dwight Powell. My God, six of six from the field, mm-hmm. um, just killing it, dude. Uh, you know, Maxi played a lot, didn't really get too many shots up. Um, mm-hmm. Dorian Finney-Smith, five, you know, shooting fifty percent from the field. Right. You know, I will say the thing that that I, I mean, clearly defensively, we're just looking a lot better, and yeah. uh, I think also we capitalized on just Jaw having a rough game. Like he, he really like the stats look okay, but like he was he he's not. I mean, like there was just a couple of plays where he just lost the ball. It seemed like just he was like, trying to force it a lot from what I've oh, what yeah. I can tell. I was like, oh, dude. Uh, I think this is one of those things that I think I'm starting to see it a little bit more in, in modern NBA games where it's just like I think I think the I think the Grizzlies like played down to us. I think they they kind of like oh whatever Mavericks aren't at full strength. Like I think they they slept on us a bit. Um and they've been feeling like I mean like they've been on an amazing hot streak. So I mean I can't really blame them. Uh but I think they definitely played down to us, and then we're like, when they realize like, oh, these guys aren't really, they're not laying down for us, and they're getting frustrated that they're not, you know, beating yeah. the hell out of us, what they were probably anticipating, and then it's just like, yeah, and, and at that point, it's, it's you know, uh, it's getting a little chippy, and uh, I mean, Cleaver going, or, you know, Cleaver and Powell doing doing their thing, I mean, I it. It, it was really, it was I, that was a really great Dwight Powell game of all things. Um, yes, as much as, yeah. as much as he's on every trade block that everyone always said, like, dude did exactly what he's supposed to. Like, what's his contract? I'm gonna look this up. Um, it's like 11, 11 a year, I think. Yeah, eleven a I'm year, okay. which which is like that's just above minimum for the most part. I mean, like, it's like twice as much as minimum. You know, it's it, it's. I'm not saying he is earning that, but like ultimately that he's doing exactly what he needs to do. And it sounds like he's really finding his, his place, uh, post post a, uh, Achilles injury. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I'm not seeing the embarrassing Dwight games as much, which is just fantastic. Um, yeah, it's great. Very happy. Yes. But overall, great game. You know, mm-hmm. uh, fuck FedEx. Uh, so <laughs> it's um, no best pro shop, but yeah, no. Uh, looking at uh, the Magic games that just happened last night. Um, mm-hmm. Really, out of, I mean, like you know, KP coming back. That's awesome. Like KP, yes. like obviously, like you know, um, trying to keep his minutes like like below thirty minutes, which is like a good. I think it's a good number of minutes just to make sure like he's back and he's okay. Like obviously, he doesn't have these health and safety protocols. Like I know he's anemic, so that's probably why he was in there a little longer. Like it just makes more sense. I did to, not like, know Kristaps is anemic. Yeah, like I like someone posted on Twitter. I for, I'm so sorry for listening. You're, you posted. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, someone posted on Twitter that he's anemic, and I was like, oh shit. So I went to go check, and I was like, oh, he really is. Like, you know, I was like, oh, okay, that makes, you know, you know, it makes the sense why he was is... out a little longer than others. That so. means they're iron deficient, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, again, Jalen Brunson, crazy game. Uh, yeah. Luka Doncic, good game. You know, again, Kristaps, four for eight from the field, just first time back. You I want to see, like, three less, like, three less three-point attempts from Luka. Like yeah. th- just, just three yeah. less. I, Cause I, I know a lot of these are just kind of like, all right, the offense isn't doing much. Some of them are heat check stuff. Um, the article that came out about like, uh, Luca's like poor decision-making I thought was really interesting. Like, and it, it seems to be like, it, it's, it, he's making less mistakes. Like, I mean, he had one turnover last night, you know, that's yeah. uh, cool for a guy. Like I'll take, well, I actually only had three assists last night, which is actually kind of bizarre. Did he? Yeah, I didn't even realize. Holy shit! Yeah, that's, 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 I was like, no, oh, that seems low. Um, there, there actually wasn't a whole lot of assists. I mean, granted, so did Brunson. God, that's a weird stat line. Like the, yeah, Reggie Bullock, Brunson, and Doncic all had the same amount of assists last night, which is kind of weird. Um, and we won. <laughs> and we won. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I think I think just like you know, Magic or are still a young team. Like Franz Wagner's fun. You know, I, I, I like him. Um, Jalen Suggs looks awesome. Yeah. I like Jalen Suggs a lot. Suggs is, you know, coming into his own. Uh, Cole Anthony is looking like an NBA player uh, this season, which is great because yeah. uh, he, he looked like a, like what, what the hell is he doing? And also like, I, I still think the magic are in good hands with Mosley. Um, like this is, this is a get your teeth kicked in year for, uh, for the magic. And yeah. then, um, you know, in, in develop, you know, get, get your next, cause they don't have their, like, it's, it's hard to call it that they have their core. Cause if, if Mo, let's put it this way. If Mo Wagner and Terrence Ross are both putting in 20 minutes a game, <laughs> you know, that's, that's usually a good case. That's like, ah, you know, you're still. Holy you know, shit. Terrence Ross only shot one time in 22 minutes. What the fuck? And missed it. So, <laughs> uh-huh. um, so, uh, yeah, that's that's hilarious. If you were to ask me, like who who took nine shots and missed them, uh, that's usually uh, that's yeah, that sounds yeah, yeah, that that sounds like a Terrence Ross stat line. Um, I mean, I mean, obviously the the big story from last night was uh, you know Mo Wagner getting into it with uh, with oh. Luca of all people. Um, you so know, consequential. Yeah, and it's, still, it's like you're down twenty, like you're yelling about and one. And it's like okay, like what the fuck ever. Like I will say though that Mo Wagner is definitely becoming like an instigator in the league because he did and during the bubble he got he baited Giannis into into uh, headbutting him 
Oh right. And then Giannis got ejected. <laughs> so I was like, so I'm like, okay, cool. He has a little bit of history to like, you know, pissing pissing uh, all stars off or superstars off. So being a shit steerer. Yeah, I was like, that's cool, man. Like, whatever, do your thing, dude. Like, <laughs> like, you know, like, like I don't care after the fact. It's whatever, bro. Like, you know, like, and like the way Luca reacted, like just making fun of it. Like, okay, that's fine. Like, you gotta realize, like, he's like a he's a a child that grew up with you know Fortnite and Call of Duty and probably has been in those lobbies you know he, like... he definitely said you mad bro and like i i just got transported to just like any time i've made the mistake of leaving my xbox live uh on and hearing like the children just scream at each other right. uh, <laughs> great yeah uh yeah I, speaking of which i'm playing halo infinite and i am awful at it <laughs> i really need to get a fucking xbox God yeah. damn it. That's fun. I've never been a, a two a two console uh person, but uh I might. Just you know. <laughs> I'm an adult now. I can kinda of, I can kind of afford it. <laughs> so like why the fuck not? Uh yeah. Also because I realized a lot of my friends have fucking Xboxes. I'm like, I thought everybody was on the PS PS wave. I guess not. But <laughs> it's just one of those things where it's just like that. I, you know, I got an Xbox when I was, I think, thirteen, and I just, I'm just stuck with it. It's, it. It, there's like, I can acknowledge that PS5 is like the better gaming system. Yeah, but like, it's just I've thankfully, to be honest, the best thing is just like cross-platform stuff has been the best. Like, the only yeah. thing I really play is like Rocket League and Halo at this point. Yeah. So let's see. Let's see the next. So yeah, the, the Mets next. are doing great. <laughs> yeah, they're doing great. You know, we're able to talk about video games and not about you know how bad we are anyway um so next week we have thunder we're thunder at home we'll we'll Uh play thunder at home we have the Uh raptors we have the suns Uh and then if if we want to include sun next sunday we have the grizzlies Uh so looking at that i would say we're definitely we should be going two for two probably Uh that's probably a fair assessment you know i I think we end up just dropping suns and grizzlies especially because suns is a back-to-back game the second Uh half of a back-to-back it just I don't see us, but Thunder, we should beat the shit out of. Uh, Raptors, Raptors have been looking pretty good recently, but I just don't think they have it all together. So, I, with those games, I just I, I have the fear of them playing down. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, going, like okay, yeah. like, like them looking a game ahead. That's the only yeah. like focus is like the main thing I'm worried about with this upcoming schedule. Yeah. So yeah, I see two for two. I think is a pretty reasonable assumption um, mm-hmm. for us. Anyway. Let's go and get into questions. We got a few. Of this I actually posted it very late yesterday. I realized yeah, I, was totally. like, I, was like, I was like, "Whoops, I forgot to post this." So if you if you ask a question, thank you. Um, there were some joke questions. I'm not even gonna uh, 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 not even gonna acknowledge those. Um, Juan and uh, who else? Someone else did it, and I was just like, "I'm not gonna acknowledge these." But um, <laughs> cool. let's see. Uh, first question comes from the Golden State Warriors Reddit account. Nice. <laughs> um, they ask. If you're starting a franchise and build around one piece, are you taking Jaw or are you taking Trey? Just wondering. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck would you ask this? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, clear, I mean, uh, yeah, the, the I'm taking trolling. Luke. That's good. I'm, I'm taking Luca. But, yes. If yeah. I am, if I am forced between two options, there is no third. Yeah, I'll go Jaw. I'll take Jaw. Yeah, Jaw would be fun. I don't know how you, I know how you do like in the system where it's like very slow paced, but I mean that's kind of the issue I think that we would see with that. I right, see. Next question comes from uh, the Dur Texas Raptor Waffle Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> this is devolved into just like yeah, it's a lot. Like 
kind of like the thing at the end of that movie where it's just like every <laughs> character is kind of like just a just an amalgamation of characters. Well, well because Squish decided uh to photoshop the raptor, the 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 Raptors Raptor uh, in sure. blue with a Mavs jersey. And I'm, so everybody, literally, I see like five people like tweet, tweet with that avatar. And I'm like, oh, shit, who the fuck is this? This is Squish. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, he's one of them. Um, so, <laughs> okay. Yeah. What is the five for five text channel in the Discord for? Also, why isn't everyone in everyone a Patreon yet? Um the five for five. Okay, so the five for five text channel. Uh, it was a um, really Squish's idea. So basically, what the five for five is for the podcast is that if you pay us five dollars, mm-hmm. we give you a hard five minutes to talk about whatever you want on the podcast. Correct. The only yep. only stipulations is that you cannot be problematic, and you um, and you have to be available for when we record, which is generally on Sundays. Correct. Um. So if uh, uh, Dalton, so I'm assuming you see that you paid the five dollars, which means that you are eligible to come on. And uh, if you are, I will. If you're that person who paid for that, I will. Me or Squish or somebody will, you know, get with you about that. Yeah. Um, Send us a why, DM. Yeah. Why is anyone? Why is everyone a Patreon yet? Uh, I don't know. Um, you guys should definitely join up. Um, we do do. Um, we <laughs> conversate. Com- <laughs> yeah, we conversate during the games. Um, sometimes the game may be on, sometimes it may not be. Um, mm. You know, uh, you know, we partnered with a really cool company about you know, kind of kind of doing like like live watch parties, um, which is really cool. So yeah, if you're hearing this and you haven't joined up, I think it's like a dollar to get the basic stuff, which is a lot of it actually. Right. Um, you know, I think it t- the two dollar tiers for. Like when we do these question things, your stuff is like your question is top priority no matter what. Sure. Um, and I think the five for five is obviously you know the one where you get to actually be on the podcast um, for a hard five minutes. And we're working on how on on a a uh, like some sort of you know audio like thing to be like okay you're done you know <laughs> you know it's kind of it's kind of like you know like the Oscar like you know like the award ceremonies where it's like oh yeah playing them off for sure yeah you're going too long you know stuff like that so well you heard it here first folks you can get yourself a hard five minutes on the hoops and half of ice podcast by joining us for the five dollar patreon that's right a hard five minutes not a flaccid five minutes unless nope. you decide to go that way i mean we'll see anyway that's <laughs> disgusting uh, let's sure see. Is. um let's see um Al asks, uh, now that everyone's healthy and our defense is stabilized at a high level, it really has stabilized. Holy shit. Uh-huh. Um, what is the next step uh, the Mavs need to take to become a real contender? I mean, so, like, yeah. part of me just feels like I, I don't know if a move is the way. To, it's just like, can we just get the same guys on the court consistently? Like, I, that that's what I want to see as a, like, this season. Like, I want to see a week. Or I want to see two weeks of games and see if we can have which consistent performance that whole time. You know, not the ups and downs of like blown out and then blow somebody else out, blow out, then somebody else. Like, that's what I don't want to see. And I mean, like we've with uh, if if Orlando's any uh, indication of us like clicking on all cylinders, we're like, you know, there's not a whole lot of assists going around, but it seems to be like some pretty good ball movement, like. Uh, I can't stress enough, like how surprised I am with how good Marquise Chris is in his limited minutes. Like, 
I don't remember him ever being a three point shooter, but he's hitting open shots. And like, I, I love his positioning on the court where he's not just a, you know, he's a big, but he's not just a guy that's clogging up the lane, but he's getting good rebounds. He's, he's being kind of a stretch five uh, and doing it well. Uh, and the fact that he has an outside shot does draw the defense out a little bit. Like he faked out, uh, I want to say it was in new Orleans, maybe, um, Seeing him, or no, it was against Memphis. Sorry, I, I was thinking of Adams, where Adams had to close out on him, and he drove past him. And it's like I thought about that. I'm like, Willie Collie Stein could not make that move. One, because he doesn't have an outside shot. Two, he's probably not pump faking. Three, he's not passing that well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so you know, shout out to uh, Willie Collie Stein. I hope he does well. Like, I know, like, it sounds like they're he's still involved in the Mavericks somehow. Um, but like, it makes perfect sense why Marquise Chris has took that roster spot. He's just, per- he's just doing a lot more, um, and has a better skill set. Um, so, I mean, what do we do to be more of a contender? Um, I think it's gotta, be, it's gotta come down to Luca's decision-making concern. Like, I think him playing hero ball is just, I mean, that's kind of been his mode. And I think like, if he makes like five less mistakes a game, then we're winning, we're winning more games feel that i feel that um yeah i think i think the next step you know it might be a trade it might be a small trade nothing too crazy just like yeah. maybe fortifying you know our bench a little more um right. i don't think i don't think we even have like the we probably won't even try to make a big splashy trade especially like nico's first year as you know um as the general manager i guess but, the big uh, que- the big question for us is going to be like all right do we keep jalen long term and pay the man which i hope we do because I, I just love him and i think he's he's awesome it's just like or do we trade him at probably the peak of his value right now yeah you know like so yeah we got we got some decisions to make um sure. I, I will say that one of the biggest steps i think is just making sure this offense is consistent because the defense is there it's getting mm-hmm. the offense, you know, getting up to speed. So, right. Um, next question comes from Mavs Anon. Um, if I know if JB were to be traded, how much would you want for him? Um, I did tweet yesterday that I would want four, four first round picks and the deed mm. to Madison Square Garden. Yeah, if there was going because we're going to the next. Uh, I think they're similar to that. You know, that's fair. Um, yeah. I would. I mean, to answer this on more of a basketball, like we need a starter. You know, that, like that's, yeah. that's, I would want an upgrade where it's just like, all right, here's a guy that's our clear number, like maybe like a, a three or a something. And it just, I don't know if that person's available, but it's like a, like it's someone that, you know, <laughs> that that's how it's like, it can't be for uh, a young guy. That's like figuring it out, you know, or, uh, you know, I, it's not like, I don't know. It's not miles Turner. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's that's not what I'm looking at here. Um, yeah, yeah Miles Turner is the one I know that in the group chat we've been pretty high on. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know <laughs> that's just the one where I'm like, yeah, let's get, let's get this dude. Um, next question comes from Ramiro. Uh, mm-hmm. Not a question, but imagine the league adds a game to All Star Weekend featuring all the 10 day guys this year. Winning team mm. gets all guaranteed contracts for the rest of the season. Ooh, I like this. That'd be fucking dope, dude. It's almost like a G, like a G League showcase, almost. You know, like which is what they were trying to do before COVID fucking killed everybody. <laughs> um, so yeah. what we got to do is we got to make that like that's the game that 
like we basically need to have like two G League teams that get all the 10 day contract guys. Yeah. Like it's just like, all right, cool. We have the legends versus the, you know, Austin Spurs or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, whichever team wins that game, they get promoted into the league. And then the like, realm, who, who, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they get promoted. Yeah. And then like, then, uh, I don't know who's, who's the worst team in the league right now. Is it still rockets? Is it the rock? Uh, it might be still the rocks. That'd be hilarious though. I, I would love that. Fate. Uh, I mean, I like this idea. Like, it just seems like I don't know. It just seems cool as shit. But also, I feel like, I feel like <laughs> the magic um, get demoted. <laughs> that'd be hilarious. But like, yeah, by Mo Wagner. Um, yeah. No, but uh, but see, the thing, the cool thing about the ten day guys is that you know, like, G League players make so little, but when they get called up for the ten day, their their salary increases, right? So like, right. guys who are making like thirty some thirty k suddenly make like ninety k. You know, or like 115k. It's like that's a fucking super big jump. But I feel like I don't know. I just I just feel like that's something that's really cool. But I feel like you know, for the 10 day guys, like I feel like everybody should go ahead and get that you know contract. You know, if they're in the showcase game, that would be happening all star all star weekend. But um, well, I mean, like, like it, you know, some guys really utilize their opportunity and can fill a role where they need to. I mean, that's exactly what Marquise Chris did. You yeah, know? thank you, Marquise. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Next question comes from uh, Mavs fan. To be honest, great Mavs lover. Nice. Um, a- asks, um, are the Mavs pl- serious playoff championship contenders? I mean, in the West, yeah. I, I don't see anyone that's really. I mean, uh, we got Phoenix and Golden State and Utah. Kind of like that one t- they're kind of like that one tier where it's like they're they're yeah above and um, absolutely and like uh, like. Memphis as as hot as they are, I think that's gonna. I don't think they're the the third best team in the the West. Like they're they're really good. Like I'm not like they're got some good young talent. They're playoff bound. I don't know if they hold uh, you know their 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 spot there. Um, but I I think that the West is wide open. You know. Um, yeah. So, uh. It, it's gonna just be a matter of can can Maver- like I I just want to see the Mavericks get past that first matchup in the playoffs, whatever that playoff can, whatever that playoff matchup is. Um, if it's Denver, it sounds like we're in good, like we're in yeah. a, a good yeah. spot. If um, it's Denver. Yeah. I think we're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd love to see Denver first round. <laughs> um, yeah. I think Phoenix is like that. That's the t- Phoenix and the Warriors are the two teams to really beat. And we've beat the Warriors twice, which is weird. Um, <laughs> is it though? I think our defense, <laughs> but I mean, well, and that's like the thing is that the 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 boring stuff, and it, it goes for both uh, both football and and basketball. It's just like sometimes the boring stuff that doesn't look too flashy on the stat sheet is ultimately what translates best into uh, you know into playoff ball where you're just seeing the same guys. If and if we can keep people close to a hundred points a game, like then we have a shot, you know. Um, that's that's a huge swing in difference because we've been like we've been a, a just a damn good defensive team and it, it's funny it's it, it, we have we have flipped side where we have flipped uh, what our specialty is as a team, um, yeah. which I, I don't know dude does that <laughs> our dip in offensive productivity like part of that is injury and COVID you know. Like yeah. I think part of it's just yeah. like not having KP or Luca on the court for too many games. Yep. Let's see. 
Um, next question comes from Hunter. Great question, Hunter. Um, will Mark Cuban's next trade be for an NFT, crypto stock, or an actual NBA player? And if it's an NBA player, do we want someone who's more defensive-minded or offensive-minded? I'd say offensive-minded, but also... Yeah, yeah. Have we thought of maybe dra- or uh, trading for an offensive NFT? Maybe we could get a, mm. uh, I don't know, maybe like a, like a Katino Mobley uh, NFT or uh, <laughs> I'm throwing out. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see a, a, a monkey in a basketball jersey. That's what I want to see. Uh, That's exactly what those fucking monkeys. Jesus Christ. Right. Um, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, uh, hopefully it's for an NBA player. We'll see. Um, I, I, I agree though, like offensively, you know, offensive move, but I do want someone who can be coachable to be at least like, okay. On defense, if they're not, if they're, if they're not that good on defense already, like, and I think our guys could do it. I think Sean Sweeney has done an amazing mm-hmm. job with the defense, so he can figure something out. I think with anybody, um, I mean, he's got Luca looking okay, like, you know, mm-hmm. on defense. Um, next question comes from Ty. Um, what makes Tim Hardaway's game so inconsistent, hot and cold? Is he worth getting rid of or holding on to? I, I, I don't. I like his his fire. I like how like he's in a shooting slump right now, and that's ultimately what's made him so inconsistent. Is that he's he he just relies on his jump shot so much, and when his jump shot's falling, it's great, and when it's not, it's not um so that's i think that's what gives him or that's why he's been so inconsistent um and like this happens in the middle of a regular season amongst various players like all the time i i feel like this isn't a oh wow he's been bad you know what i mean it's more just like he's been inefficient and like i think that's where your stat nerds start to like turn on a guy is like if he's just inefficient then he is he needs to go (laughs) it's like well there's ebbs and flows to this. For example, uh, Reggie Bullock, it's actually kind of remarkable. If you go down his, uh, like his, uh, his career, he is awful in the beginning of the season. Every season he's played like, like, all, like he is just, just, there is something about the beginning of the season where he just doesn't know how to shoot a three pointer. It is just terrible, terrible percentages. But by like the second half of the season, like once it whatever the second half of the year is, you know, like it's like the 20, uh, like the 21, 22 season. Once it goes to 22, dude's on fire. He's so much more efficient in the in the second half of the season. And and it's like consistent across his career. So I don't know. It's like I, I wonder I would much rather, you know, us have some of these slumps, these shooting slumps in the big like middle to beginning of the season, because rather than towards the end and we'll see if it corrects itself by then yeah i mean um now whether it be like you know uh keeping him uh i don't know i i I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd much rather i'm always for keep the guy and I, I like seeing big moves in the off season because then you get to practice and gel together rather than mid-season moves and there's just like basically count the next seven games as pretty much like losses or weird wins. You know what I mean? Like it's rare that we trade for a guy. He comes in, everybody loves him. He knows exactly where he needs to play. It's a perfect fit. And then he's super efficient. Like it's just, it's rare that that happens. It's always kind of like a awkward, like adjustment period. And like, I don't know if we can, like we're fifth in the standings right now. We're not 
too far back and like well actually what's weird is like there actually is a pretty huge drop off between four and five like is, yeah like utah is four and a half games back from phoenix and we're nine games back from phoenix um and we're the four and five seed <laughs> that's a pretty big that's a pretty staunch jump uh in the standings um so we'll see um we anyways so uh but i guess what i'm getting at is like if we make a huge adjustment now like i don't think whatever we're doing we're probably not holding still we're either going to like that's going to be either a boom bust where it's like all right cool this this guy this new guy comes in whoever he is is a you know the perfect fit and un- unlocks the offense which i just like those players i just don't think are available you know what i mean yeah, it's not it, it'd be different if like I don't know, Bradley Beal was on the trade block. You know what I mean? Or someone of that ilk. Because I just don't think like, all right, if we try for CJ McCollum, all of our offensive woes are gone. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I totally got you. Yeah. 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 Let's see. Uh, Next question comes from Emilio. Um, What's the biggest reasons uh, for the Mavs massive defensive improvement? That I can't actually tell you that I, I, I'm going to be straight up on. And I haven't watched our. I've been catching up on highlights um, in order to do some of these pods. Um, more on that uh, in a week. I want to follow up on that question because yeah. I, I want to do a little bit more research on that. Um, I'm going to give you the very uh, bullshit answer and say it's chemistry, which is not quantifiable. <laughs> um, um, you know, I don't. Yeah, yeah what's our yeah. chemistry rating on 2K? I know. I know. Great. I don't know. But, uh, you know, um, it's one of those things where it just seems like. I don't know. I think a lot of it might be just because like chemistry and just like like guys buying in to a new system like in total. Um, again, those are not like quantifiable measures. Uh, if you'd like to see more quantifiable me- quantifiable measures, uh, I would definitely maybe like check out like is talk Franco's stuff. Um, whenever he posts, go check his Twitter out. It's he posts amazing shit. Um, Good to know stuff that makes you stuff that makes you feel smarter about the game. So um, I yeah. Like that. Um, next question comes from Kurt. Um, if you're Nico, who will you prioritize in the trade deadline? So any guys that we, you know, um, if I were Nico, um, I'm definitely like, even though like, you know, Rick's over there and stuff like that, I still would call Indiana because it seems like, uh, it seems like Miles Turner's in the doghouse right now. Um, you know, he got, we got his mom like posting stuff on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> um so you know I I feel like you know I do about... like the I do like the idea of a longhorn playing in Dallas. Yeah. You know, like, uh, you know like you know I you know he's a Dallas kid, Dallas area kid, you know went to mm-hmm. you know UT and you know you know would play playing back in Dallas that'd be cool. Um I think him I think him in particular would be a, a probably my biggest like if I'm Nico like I'm badgering the shit out of whoever the GM is for Indiana, you know, just like hey like I know, we, I know you have a rolled coach, but, uh, you know. When I, when I look for hypothetical trades, what I always look for is, like, teams that are underperforming that have a guy that I want, you know? And so, like, teams that I can already kind of just be like, even though there's guys that I want, they're probably just, like, just holding on to whatever assets they have. Like, Rockets, who weren't going to trade with us anyways, Rockets, Thunder, Pistons, Magic, guys at the bottom of the tier, like they're they're just kind of holding fast until next offseason. You know what I mean? Like they're not they're probably not gonna they're not looking to make huge moves. Like, you know, like the Pistons made a move for Bull Bull and then Bull Bull feels physical and then they didn't take him. Um, you know, th- like that's that's the moves they're making. They're making like back of what like they're not 
they're still trying to figure out who their young guys are. You know what I mean? However, teams like the Pacers, the Hawks, Celtics, the Knicks, like they're like they're not completely out of it yet because like there's still like not a whole lot of difference between like they there's still like play in game potential. Um I don't but I mean actually now now that I'm looking at some of these raw like some of these records, it's like like <laughs> is this the time to kind of see if uh Collins is available in Atlanta? Like I don't know if well, we have be, anything that might be no. a good one to look at too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know like I don't know if Atlanta would want to do a trade with us again, though. But I, I, I mean, doubt we it. can see. We can see. I don't know. I've, I've definitely. I heard that their uh, their GM got on the uh, got on the airwaves, you know, uh-huh. and was talking about the team. And I was like, wow, and was actually very candid. I was like, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> like, what I'm was not he saying? That. Just like you know, we need to be better. Blah blah. Like mm-hmm. you know, there's if their trade does come up, there's you know, there's a trade somewhere. If it comes up, and I'm like, oh shit, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's weird mm-hmm. seeing a GM that's like you know isn't being controlled by, you know, uh, like a puppet, but, uh, <laughs> you know, this doesn't involve the Mavs, but I, I heard a really good fake trade that I really liked for both teams. Um, it was De'Aaron Fox for Jalen Brown and Ooh, in some way. Oh, shit. So <laughs> what, what that does for Sacramento is it gets them like a legit wing, like, like here's your number one option, right. With Brown. And then Deer and Fox goes to Celtics where like they need point guard help. They need like guard consistent guard play, which I guess like Deeran's kind of back and forth. That's there's a reason that the Kings are 1827, but like um but then like that also allows Halliburton and uh oh god, the other Mitchell, Davian Mitchell, um yeah. more t- more room to grow. And with a awesome wing guy to probably help them play better. I don't know. I thought that was like, man, I think that might make both teams better. But, um, but actually, it would probably be a loss for the Celtics. Now that I think about it, but I just thought it was a it was an interesting idea. Um, yeah, and, and it's yeah. like I don't I like know if that. there's I, like... I don't know if there's anybody on the Knicks that I want. Uh, Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, Robinson. That's like, but... that's like the guy. <laughs> like, yeah, RJ Barrett, obviously, but RJ Barrett's not going to get. Yeah, Arch, yeah, they're they, they're pretty yeah, no. stuck with him. Uh, let's see. Last question comes from a uh, Jay. Uh, he asks, okay. uh, <laughs> "This is a really good question to end off on. <laughs> um, do you think that the lady committing is committing a felony by stealing that crunch wrap in the Taco Bell commercials?" Oh yes. You think yeah. it's a felony? You think so? Uh, uh, I mean, like. To equate chips to crunch wrap, it's like, man, you are ignoring like nine of the ingredients that make that a yeah, it's not a fair trade at all. It's, it's uh, uh, I mean, also, I have a, I don't know, I'm trying to think of like when I've been with, I'm not super weird about like sharing food with a significant other because like more times than not, you your guys' mouths have touched each other, so it's not like. You know, I don't care about sharing germs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but also I, I I'm just taken back to like high school where like a friend would be like, Hey, can I have a bite of this? And like, yeah, sure. And then they take the largest bite they possibly could, and then it's just like, Cool, you just you just yeah. destroyed my meal. Great. Why did I yeah. why did I show you an inkling of kindness? You took advantage of it. And uh <laughs> yeah, so um put her in jail. And uh, that's definitely not uh, an over exaggeration. It's like you know, punishment—it's <laughs> a crime. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, God, yeah, yeah. You, you deserve time off of your life for for biting too much into a three dollar <laughs> item. Yeah, you pay with your life. <laughs> I mean, to be it's, honest, it's though, called the Crunchwrap Supreme for a reason. Okay. To be like, honest, though, whenever I am high and getting food, like I do not want to share. So you know, like I don't care who it is, like I'm not sharing. But, I don't want to uh, stop eating. My God, no, like no. I, I will just, yeah, absolutely destroy <laughs> anything in my path. Like it, I'm just, yeah, self control goes out the window once the uh, the edibles kick in. Well, yeah. on that note, folks, uh, yep, we greatly nice. appreciate you guys listening. Uh, this has been, uh, it's it's good to be back on the pod. Uh, I miss you guys. Um, let's, uh, let's start talking, uh, to, uh, Indiana and Portland about a three team trade so we can send, uh, DSJ, uh, to Rick Carlisle as a prank. And, um, let's, uh, let's, let's find some new, uh, trade. I mean, I don't know. Trade ideas are fun. I'm happy to like try to, you know, play, play, uh, backseat, uh, GM. Um, but all in all, I'm excited to see where these Mavericks go now that we're starting to get healthy and we're starting and, and we're starting to click as an identity. Like I never thought we'd be a defensive minded team, but hey, here we are. Um, all things considered, guys, uh, we greatly appreciate you guys listening. Um, uh, this is a good reminder to leave a review. Just be like, hey, these guys are goofy. Um, uh, yeah, consider adding, uh, you know, joining us on Patreon. Uh, that would very helpful for us um we uh, we're we're doing less ad reads because of that and we appreciate you guys and your support um i really 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 appreciate any of the mavs banter and conversation on twitter um i'm oh like yeah mention me uh oh yeah. panda hank uh he tags me in every one of his highlights and i actually appreciate it because like oh yeah he's got one up and so uh he's definitely someone you want to follow if you are a mavs fan and you are wanting to just get uh, good succinct highlights um something that he does that you won't get off of like the nba recaps is that he does uh he he also posts like good highlight defensive plays that i think i re- that i really appreciate so uh it's not just uh every shot that was made uh on the shot uh it's it's a little bit more than that so shout out panda hank i appreciate you dude um uh ruben you can follow him at reddit mavericks uh, you can check us out at the underscore MFFLs. Uh, check us out at MFFLs.com. Like I said, check us out on Patreon. Uh, you can find me at Don underscore Denim. This has been the Hoops and Hefe Bisons podcast. Have a great rest of your week. I'll see you guys later. <laughs>